Find out what's making you sick and how to heal. Anthony William is the medical medium. Hello, I'm Anthony William, and you're listening to the Medical Medium Radio Show, where each week I talk about the most advanced healing information and secrets about health, much of which is not found anywhere else and is decades ahead of what's out there now. You know, recently an old client reached out to us and contacted us, and I talked with her. And it was about her son. Ten years ago, they came to me, and she said it was that advanced information that I gave to her that when he was seven years old, ten years ago, and now he's he's just about turning 17, it was that advanced information that she's positive is why he's doing so good because he's been doing fantastic over the last ten years ever since we worked things out and talked things out and Spirit knew what was going on. And she's very thankful, of course, because that was a good 10 years so far coming along. But it's because of that information that wasn't out there at the time that spirit has. And that information I want to bring to everybody else. And that's what it's really about. That's the whole point. And each week, every week, you know, for as long as I can do this, I'm going to give as much information as I possibly can. And especially through the books where I can put, you know, volumes of information in there uh, to really help people. People as well, and that—that's what this is about. It's about that advanced information that's decades ahead of what's out there now. That's why I say that. And if I always, as has I've, I've always said, 10, 20, 30 years, we have to wait for answers, and we don't want to do that anymore. That's not fair. You know, 10 years ago, um, this client, she did not have to wait for answers for her son. And she didn't have to wait 10 more years until it, you know, is turning 17. And that's the whole point. I don't want anybody to have to wait for that. It breaks my heart. You know, I've watched the suffering. I've seen the suffering since I was uh, age four, given this gift. And I diagnosed my grandmother of lung cancer. So for any of you that just logged on, this is your first time, you know, this is your first medical medium show. That's how where it all started with me. And I've dedicated my life helping people. And I don't want anybody waiting you know, I want people to know what causes diabetes. I want, people, I want people to know the body's not attacking itself and autoimmune is not really what is correct and, and how things are going out there. And medical research, medical science hasn't figured out what's causing Hashimoto's or what's causing your condition. So if you're looking at books and you're looking at thyroid books and you're looking at different kinds of books, it's already outdated if they think your body is doing the attacking, if they think your body is doing the, the damage when it's not. There's pathogens, there's viral conditions, there's real things behind our illnesses. Our body's not betraying us. So when you're looking for other information, yeah, you could be antiquing. I've said that before. You could be totally antiquing, looking for antiques, even if the books just came out until you know the advanced information. That's what this show is about, is getting that to you. This client didn't have to wait 10 years She literally helped her child then, back 10 years ago. He's doing fantastic. 
And it makes all that difference. So we don't have time to spare. We have to get the healing started now. I don't want anybody waiting anymore because it's not right. It's not fair. And it has to be advanced and it has to be moving forward. We have to be getting better. That's what this show is about. So today's show is about the healing powers of wild foods, which is a part of us healing. The healing powers of wild foods with the epidemic of chronic illness, and I'm going to say with the epic-demic of chronic illness, okay, because it's epic is what it is, epic in not a good way. Okay, so the epidemic of chronic illness and the stressful pace of modern life, it's never been more important to protect your health and our health. You know, one of the secrets to surviving and thriving is to eat more wild foods, You know, the more wild foods. It's interesting, isn't it? And today we're going to talk about how you can start doing that right now. Um, So, look, there's a lot of things going on in our lives with our health. There really is. Everybody has something happening. You know, when I mean epidemic, I mean really. We're looking at 300 plus, you know, a million Americans alone in the U.S. And literally over 200 million of them. Think about that. Over 200 million of us are sick with something. We're sick with something. More than that has symptoms. Remember that. So even more than 200 million. There's very few people, very few people that don't have a symptom that's not mysterious. A symptom. Even if they look healthy, they feel healthy, they're, they're walking around, they could still have a symptom and be that part of that last 5 million that still have a symptom. What I'm saying is, out of the 300 plus million Americans, most, and I mean most, 90%, literally 90%, has a condition or a symptom. And it's that bad. It wasn't like that before. It wasn't. It wasn't like that 30 years ago. It wasn't like that 20 years ago. It wasn't like that 10 years ago. It's, it's flipped to that degree. It's pushed to that level. It's at that height. It's getting there. And 10, 20 years from now, where is it going and where is it, it going to be? And we have these great mistakes that are happening because of it. We're blaming everything on genes right now. Try not to fall for that one, whatever you do, because our genes didn't all go bad in the last 10 years. Okay, <laughs> the human gene did not fall apart in the last 10 years, okay, in the last 20 years. So just understand that. That's just another reason for we, we're looking for answers. We don't know what's wrong with anybody, so we still have to blame you. The blame has to go on you. Medical research, medical science insists that the blame has to be on you if they don't have the answers. This is just how it works. I'm just telling you. Same thing with autoimmune, the body attacking itself. It's not attacking itself. I'm saying this again because we're going to talk about wild foods and what they're going to do for us. And I'm bringing this into it because we need protection. We need that extra superpower, that extra superpower that that term superfood even has. We need that extra superpower. We're going to go even above and beyond. So when you're told your body's attacking itself because you have an autoimmune condition of any kind, we could list all the different ones. There's a bunch of them. There's celiac, there's diabetes 1, type 1, diabetes type 1.5. We've talked about before, you know, there's MS, there's, you know, uh, chronic fatigue syndrome, fibromyalgia, which are borderline. Now they're saying, well, it's autoimmune. You, You name it, the body doesn't attack itself. 
you know, Hashimoto's, the body doesn't attack itself. So that's another great mistake that has to be cleared up for us to even move forward. It's another reason why we're getting sicker and sicker and sicker because there isn't the answers out there. But they're here. They're here. Wild foods are part of it. That's the whole point why we're even going into all of this. The answers are here. And I've helped people. We're going to help you. We're going to help ourselves. We're going to get stronger. We're going to move forward. That's what this is about. Um, I want to talk to you about the Life-Changing Foods book. Um, check it out. Check it out. It is packed. And, um, you know, you know, get a pre-order. And if you can, get an order down. That book is totally loaded. It's got over 50 foods in there. But it's not just that. It's basically a survival guide in the best form in the sense. Advanced information of how to protect yourself, um, including things like fertility, you know, it, meaning making sure fertility is right, you know, fixing infertility to um, all kinds of disorders, conditions, you know, diseases, what food can do for you, how we can pr- protect ourselves from the adrenaline that's actually basically eating us up alive in this day in the 21st century, the adrenaline that we're under all the time, really things that are critical to helping you, you know, check that out. Also, I have an event coming out in LA, coming soon in LA, November 5th. So there's an event. We're going to do the light blast. We're going to send light down on the crowd from spirit. It's a gift that was given to me um, when I was younger, when I wanted to help more people and, and have assistance for more people because I've watched the suffering. I knew what was coming through. I was doing scans and readings. Spirit was giving me the information. I begged spirit for more to help people and spirit offered the light blast. So that's what I do at the events. So come and, and get that. People really have an amazing experience up lifting experience from that it ignites the healing process and so back to wild food we're talking about wild food today this is a big deal you know you've heard you've heard that that term let foods be thy medicine have you heard that before you know hippocrates let foods be thy medicine right we've heard that so okay food is our medicine that's what it is and that's true food is our medicine And I believe that food is thy medicine, without a doubt. And I'm sure all of you listening now believe that. You know that. But what food is medicine? Which food is medicine? Like, okay, like foods are medicine, but which ones? Um, Is any kind of food medicine we're talking about? Is there medicinal qualities in every kind of food that we're talking about? out there that we eat, that we see in the grocery store? No, actually not. Not every food has medicine in it. Not every food at all has medicine in it. You know, meaning meaning medicine to help heal something, medicine to help fix something, medicine to help you heal and overcome illness. You know, medicinal qualities to actually help you get over a condition, get past symptoms, move forward with your life, get out of agony, get out of suffering, see yourself move forward. There are foods that don't have those medicinal qualities at all. I'm not saying they're not nourishing. There's, you know, I'm not saying they don't have a vitamin in it. I'm not saying that there's foods, you know, all foods have a vitamin. So here's where the confusion is. All foods have a mineral in it. They'll have some minerals in it. They'll have some vitamins in it. 
But that doesn't mean it's got special characteristics or special powers to propel forward past a disease or pathogen-killing powers or viral-killing powers, bacterial-killing powers, disease-stopping powers, cancer-stopping powers. So here's the deal. I'm going to talk about foods today that have power, okay, that have this, this you know, medicinal quality. That's what we're doing today. But I'm kind of prepping you a little bit into the fact that, you know, there's foods that don't have that. But when I say what foods they are, you just hold back the rotten tomatoes that you're throwing at me and hold back the, you know, the rotten whatever potatoes or the stones that you're going to have to, don't stone me to death. If I mention a food that, you know, doesn't have that power to heal someone, you know, so you're going to have to take a deep breath, maybe fasten the seatbelts on for this today, fasten the seatbelts for this. So it, it doesn't mean, but just so you know, if I mention a food that doesn't have the power to help us move forward, get over disease, you know, cancer stopping powers, um, disease stopping powers. If I mention a food that doesn't have that and I say, well, this food doesn't have that, don't get me wrong. It still will have some minerals in it. It still will have some vitamins in it. It still will have some kind of nutrition in it. It still will have a calorie in it. Still might have, you know, some kind of, it could have a fat in it. That's not so unhealthy. It could have anything like this. And, but that doesn't, and it could be fuel. And it could be even labeled as a health food, okay? But but it just may not have superpowers, so we can't get upset, <laughs> okay? I'm just giving you that's a little bit of a, you know, a, a forewarning, okay? So so what foods have the medicine? What foods don't have the medicine? Where is it at? Well, first of all, the medicines in fruits, vegetables, herbs, spices. And wild foods. So fruits, vegetables, herbs and spices, and wild foods. That's where the medicine is at. Okay? So there it is. It's sitting in there. That's where it's, it's held. That's the whole point. Now, let's talk about foods that have nutrition in them, but they're not medicinal. Like, for example, eggs. Now, look, egg lovers... Egg lovers would probably have a field day and just want to just totally say, hey, I got all the science. You're wrong. Don't know what you're talking about. You're full of it. You know, eggs got omega-3s. Eggs got this in it. Eggs got minerals. Eggs got vitamins. Eggs got amino acids. Okay. (laughs) And that's true. They do have some of that. They do. They do. But in the 21st century, right now, where disease and conditions have gone and symptoms have gone and chronic illness is rapidly growing, it's stacking. It's actually stacking on itself. Chronic illness isn't growing anymore. It's stacking. 
Okay, and I'm not trying to put fear or chaos in anyone because we're all living with someone who know. You know, we all have someone in our lives that we know. We we have a relative, we have a friend that has this, that has Lyme disease, has mysterious symptoms, that has MS, has lupus, has allergies, severe allergies, sinus problems, congestion, aches and pains, fatigue, memory loss, brain fog, thyroid problems. It can go on and on and on. Eczema, acne, skin conditions. And it goes on and on and on. Okay? And chronic illness isn't just growing. It's stacking. Stacking means it's, it's, it's literally layering and just missing. It's missing even like, like uh, it's missing basic growing graph stuff. Like, and what I'm saying is that if you were to put it, you know, if you were to put it and measure it and try to measure it, it's not really measurable too easy. Because it's jumping. That's what it's about. That's what it's about. Years and years ago, it was just growing. It was just elevating. It was just, okay, well, it's 3%. Oh, got 2% more. 2% more the next year of chronic illness. Now it's just leaping. It's not measurable right now. So it's not even measurable as far as what's out there in statistics, as far as what's out there in data. That's all just, that's old data. Or just can't even keep up to what's happening. All right? <laughs> Never mind medical research and medical science can't even keep up to the illnesses or anything. It can't keep up to how fast it's growing. It can't. So with that in mind, we're talking about foods like fruits and vegetables, okay? And fruits, vegetables, including nuts and seeds, herbs and spices, wild foods, the medicines in here, you know? And in egg, the medicine's not there anymore, it was a little bit years and years and years ago, but pathogens like Epstein-Barr feed off of eggs now. Pathogens like the shingles, pathogens like HPV, okay? You know, everything can feed off of an egg, anything and everything. So it doesn't matter if there's a little bit of omega-3 in there. It doesn't matter if there's a mineral or a vitamin there, okay? And And... Look, if you don't have any diseases, you don't have any illnesses, you don't have any conditions, you weren't at the doctor, doctor's office, you got nothing to worry about, you don't have any symptoms, no heart palpitations, no hot flashes, no fatigue, then sure, you could probably eat eggs. Another thing is dairy products. I mean, the argument of this vitamin D in dairy, there's this in dairy, there's that in, there's calcium, there's this, there's protein, you name it, but that's not going to get somebody past that hurdle. It's not going to get somebody past symptoms. In fact, it's symptom-causing. It's disease-causing. It feeds all the bugs. It feeds tumors. It feeds cysts. It feeds everything it shouldn't feed. It feeds pathogens. It, it, it completely moves autoimmune symptoms forward, even though nobody out there in medical research, medical science, understands what autoimmune is yet until this show came out and until the books I'm putting out came out. And now it's starting to get out there. The message is starting. With your help, it's actually getting out there. With your help, because I know a lot of people are actually taking a stand and saying, you know what, you don't know what's causing autoimmune. And people are taking the stand and saying, you, you don't know what's causing Hashimoto's. And it's not my body attacking itself. That's not it at all. In fact, I'm going to get my Hashimoto's better. I'm going to knock out the Epstein-Barr virus that's in the, in the thyroid and, and recover, just like I've seen hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people do. So we're taking that stand. And with food, it's kind of our sword kind of our weapon it's kind of our sword we're arming ourselves with the right foods in our life 
We're arming ourselves with the right foods in our life. That's what it, it's a big part of it all. It's that armor that we need to help protect us and help protect us from chronic illness and help us get over our symptoms and over our diseases and over our conditions. It's those foods. It's the fruits. It's the vegetables. That's the herbs and spices. It's the pumpkin seeds. It's the hemp seeds. It's the coconut oil. Okay? It's the raw honey. And it's the wild foods. It's, it's all of this that does that. So if you're dealing with a condition, you have to bring more of these in. And if you're not there yet, if you're not there yet, and you're on a very basic diet and you're afraid or you're in fear because you were told not to eat a piece of fruit, um, which is absurd. And, you know, because if you're whatever was going on, if you're, you know, meaning absurd that absurd that you're told that, <clears throat> that that's the thing. And if you were told that, hey, you shouldn't eat a piece of fruit or you shouldn't eat this certain, you know, vegetable or whatever it is, you know, that has to be that has to be rewired. Because it's those foods that are life-changing. It's those foods that are going to help us with any conditions and any kind of illnesses. So canola oil, stay away from that. That's another food that doesn't help us heal. It just doesn't. So there's information out there. You'll hear it now. It's like canola oil is good for you. There's all these reasons why it's good for you. Yeah, it's got minerals in it. Canola oil has minerals in it. It has some vitamins in it too. It sure does. But it's not going to help someone get better. In fact, it's going to feed things to make things worse. It feeds, actually, it feeds bacteria in the gut causing SIBO, small intestinal bacterial growth, that overload of you know, bacteria that's growing in our guts. And that overload of bacteria usually is strep, streptococcus, and that's what's happening. So when we eat canola oil, <clears throat> we get set up more for SIBO. Same thing with eggs. If we eat eggs, we, we feed our bacteria. Bacteria feeds off of egg. This is how it works. Bacteria is raised in conditions with using egg as a food. You know, as a food. If you have a pet guinea pig and he or she's in a cage and you're going to feed that guinea pig whatever food that guinea pig needs to grow and and thrive and survive. When you take bacteria and viruses, you put them in a lab. Guess what keeps them alive? Eggs. Keeps, it keeps them alive in the lab. That's the whole point. That's what medical research, medical science has to do. It has to keep all their pathogens alive, all in the labs, with eggs. <laughs> That's its food. If you have a gerbil or if you have a rabbit, you got to feed the rabbit what it eats. That's what you got to do. You just got to give the rabbit whatever, you know, you have to put down food for the rabbit. Well, that's the same thing with pathogens. And, and in fact, cancers. Cancers, cancer cells in labs that are, you know, under study, they have to keep them alive by putting egg in there. And so you have to understand that this is, this is how it works. So what this means, and the reason why I'm going into such detail about all this, and it seems like I'm picking on eggs, um, the reason why is because we have to put food in us that makes us grow and not die. Food in us that makes us grow and not let pathogens proliferate. 
They'll not let pathogens, you know, pathogens grow. Anti-pathogen food, anti-disease food, anti-symptom food, anti-inflammatory foods. Anti-inflammatory foods. I told you well, there was a time, you know, I used the term inflammation, even though that that's another kind of vague term that, um, you know, science and research has no idea what causes inflammation. I mean, they do when you get hit, someone hits you, hits you on the leg with a baseball bat by accident at uh, baseball practice and you get and you're swelling up and you're getting inflamed. It's, it's, it's pretty obvious what did it, you know, what did it. But when you're dealing with chronic inflammation and it's mystery inflammation, well, we just, you know, the best we can do, we have alternate in alternative medicine. The best we can do now is just be like, yeah, well, you can do these, take out grains. You can do these anti-inflammatory foods. Here's an anti-inflammatory diet. Here's an autoimmune diet, but still the answers aren't there of what's causing What's causing everything? And the belief system is still thinking your body's attacking itself when it's autoimmune, by the way, no matter how alternative things are. you got to go way more past that like we do here on this show. And so when we have mysterious inflammation, it's caused by real problems. It's caused by heavy metals, pathogens, such as like Epstein-Barr and, and HHV-6 and, and strep and bacteria and staph and other things that are going on in the body and radiation and old DDT in our bodies from just our forefathers and foremothers. So all these different things that are in us that cause inflammation. And that's where it's at where we have to get down to the nitty-gritty. And the foods are thy medicine. The foods are thy medicine for cleaning this up. Okay? That's where the foods really do it. And so it's not a pick on egg day, even though it sounds like it. It's just that... If you got a problem, that food is going to waste stomach space for healing. That's all. And there's other foods too. There's other foods too that waste stomach space for healing. And, you know, and, and the bottom line is, here's a, here's a food that's it's for trouble for healing is pork. That's one right there. So pork. Got to be careful with that if you're trying to heal. If you got nothing to heal and you got no symptoms, you got no issues, and you, everything's fine. You're whistling. You get up in the morning and you're whistling and you just no fatigue. You don't have any symptoms anywhere. You don't have a rash that you're contending to. You don't have foot fungus that you're contending to. You just you put on your shoes, you put on your socks and you're whistling along and out to work and you're in your car and you're drinking coffee and everything's perfect with your health. And the only issues you have is just, you know, the same old other issues everybody else has too, which is whatever. And... And stress, you know, and and fine. You could probably have some healthy bacon. You could probably have some farm grass-fed or organic bacon or free-range bacon. You could probably have that with your eggs in the morning and some coffee. <laughs> and you could probably do that. It, it could be free-range pastured everything. It could be completely above board in the best agricultural farming sense. And that's fine. And that's that's fine. See, I'm not against any of that. You know, someone said to me the other day, they said, well, it seems like you're just pro-plant stuff. I'm like, no, 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 when it, no, don't get me wrong. When it comes down to illness, disease, and symptoms, you guys, when it comes down to symptoms, when it comes down to illnesses, when it comes down to issues and conditions, yeah, I'm pro-plant foods because that's where the medicine really is. It's in there. It's deep in there. If you're dealing with a condition, you hold off pork. It's one of the things you hold off. If you're, if you're really, you know, I'm, bottom line, 
and look, it's like this. If you're a, if you're a vegan or you're a vegetarian or vegan or something, let's just say you're a, a vegan, you're plant-based. Stay away from canola oil. Stay away from corn. Stay away from soy. Stay away from those three things. Okay? Those three things are going to feed pathogens. Um, stay away from MSG. Those four things are going to feed pathogens. They're going to cause trouble. They're not going to nourish. They're not going to feed the soul. They're not going to feed the body. They're not going to. They're not going to be thy medicine. So if you're doing that as a plant-based person, if you're having way too much agave nectar, if you're having way too much, you know, um, you know, if you're having table sugar, if you're having, you know, pure cane sugar, even if pure cane, cane sugar, that's different than fruit. If you're having pure cane sugar. That's not good as a plant-based person. If you're having canola oil, corn, if you're having nutritional yeast as a plant-based person, that's not actually good. That's not good. That doesn't help the body fight pathogens. It doesn't help the body kill pathogens, you see? So now I'm picking on the plant-based people because they do nutritional yeast. They have, you know, they have that. They have their soy sauces with hidden, you know, glutamic acids. They have the corn everywhere. Okay, the plant-based people do the corn, all right, and you know, they have the plant-based people do the sprouted wheat, and this is what I'm saying, canola oil, and they do soy. The plant-based people do the soy. So anybody who's a meat eater, see, I'm picking on the plant-based people now, you see? So let's see <laughs> you know, how it is, and, and that's not good. Now, if you're vegetarian which means you're doing eggs, you're doing dairy products. If you're a vegetarian that's doing eggs and dairy products, no, you got to keep the eggs out. That's not going to help you move forward. It's not food as medicine right now if you have a condition. Got to keep the dairy products out. That's not going to move you forward if you have a condition. So I'm picking on the vegetarians now. All right? And if you see what I mean? If you're doing fish, you can't do tuna. You can't do swordfish. You can't do red, red bass. Or striped bass. You can't do um, the really big fish. I mean, you can if you want, but it's not going to help if you got a condition. That's what I mean by can't do that. You can't do that if you want to expect to heal 100% from from conditions or symptoms. You have to be careful. So I'm picking on the vegetarians now. If you're paleo, you can't do the pork. You got to keep it out. (laughs) You got to keep it out. And you got to keep out the same kind of fish I'm talking about. And you got to keep out the eggs. I don't care where they're raised. They could be raised on Mars. They could be raised on the moon in like containment units that have like, <laughs> that literally have air that hasn't been polluted like on Earth. So if you got a pathogen problem, if you got something wrong, you got mysterious inflammation that no one can figure out, if you got symptoms, if you got conditions, if you got eczema, if you got psoriasis, if you got Hashimoto's, if you got lupus, if you got multiple sclerosis, all the different confusion labels with people not knowing really what's going on in there. And I'm, you know, I'm clearing the air with all that information with the books and the one coming out and the one coming out after. And we're going to make sure we get this out there with your help. Thank God I have you guys on my side and, you know, and helping spread the word and helping get people better with the celery juices the wild blueberries, which we're going to talk about. So what I mean is whatever diet you subscribe to, whatever belief system that you have, we have to bring in more of the foods that turn health around, that turn it around. And if it's overwhelming at first, you bring in one. 
I like baby steps. There's nothing wrong with that. You don't have to change your life tomorrow. We just literally, you just bring in one thing. You bring in two things, and we're going to go into that. We're, we're going to make it accessible. We're going to make it easy. So if you still have a carton of eggs in the refrigerator, you can still cook them up and eat them. That's okay. And maybe we'll do less of them each week. Maybe we'll just do two eggs a week. Maybe we'll do just a little bit of ham once a week. Maybe we'll do, you know, a piece of cheese twice a week. Maybe we'll baby step it. Maybe we'll take it easy and and move just more foods in. I'm totally on board with that 100%. Totally on board. And we could do that. And I'm here. That's what it's about. But I'm also giving you example of what does what. Look, I have to be straight. I have to give it to you guys straight. You know, it, it just... That's just, if anybody's talking to me, I need to hear it straight. I need to know what's going on. So if someone's telling me about something, I need to know what's happening. Now, bringing the car into the shop, you know, I, I mean, you know, I need to know what's going on. You know, do I need tires or don't I need tires? I just need it straight. It can't be in between. It can't be like, well, you probably don't need tires, but you could use tires, but you don't need tires, but you could use tires. I'm like, no, you got to give it to me straight, man. Like, what's going to make me safe? What's going to make me safe? What's going to make me okay? You know, and and what's going to take me there? What's going to take me there? Which reminds me, I got to tell you something, okay? This is, this is important to understand. Cars are totally rigged out these days. I mean, technology is out of control. And I've said this before, people who are probably, you know, have listened to some of my stuff before, you know, I mean, dashboards are, you know, totally teched out GPS. We got GPS. We could go anywhere, do anything. Um, Cars basically tell you what to do. Cars actually steer for you now. They steer for you now. That's what I, that's what I've been seeing. They actually steer for you. So, (laughs) okay. They stop for you. I saw a TV commercial recently. The car stopped for the person. And, I mean, unbelievable, okay? I'm sure one of you out there, two of you out there have those newfangled cars. I don't know. I'm just saying, okay? They stop for you. And and that's technology. And technology is really racing forward. Chronic illness is getting worse. Technology is moving forward fast. Chronic illness is getting worse. <laughs> Chronic illness. I'm not talking about heart transplants. Chronic illness. Chronic illness is getting worse rapidly cars are getting better okay <laughs> they're getting better and better and better and better there's you could watch tv in a car you could probably watch tv in a car while you're driving and <laughs> there's probably going to be a tv on the windshield and you could watch tv while driving but in a way where the car has your back but check this out okay with all that technology and everything that's happening in the car there's still rubber tires on on the car Filled with air, rubber tires filled with air. What that means is you run over a nail and you're stuck on the side of the road. Vulnerability. You run over a nail, you're stuck on the side of the road. And if it's a hot day and it's 98 degrees that day and you're stuck on the side of the road, you got to rely on your air conditioning if you can. Okay? That's for sure. You've got options. There are options all the time in life. It's one of them, but another option too, what if you didn't bring food and you're stuck for a long time with that flat tire? Well, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about protecting ourselves, bringing things with us, because even with technology being to where it is today, even with technology as far as it is now, 
we still got a rubber tire taking a car around for a hundred plus years filled with air and that hasn't changed which means there's a lot of things that hasn't changed there's a lot of things there's thing there's things happening chronic illness is jumping forward leaps and leaps and bounds we have technology jumping forward leaps and bounds but chronic illness is jumping forward leaps and bounds and a reason why one of the reasons why is because the tire is still filled with air after a hundred plus years now and that means that there are places, there's weak points. There's weak points. And those are what we have to protect. I mean, that's what we have to do. Those weak points are there. And it's those weak points that, you know, we have to do something about. And that's where it comes down to food is medicine. Because tech is growing. Things are getting, you know, crazier. We're getting sicker. Leaps and bounds. And, but there's, you know. There's weaknesses. An example is that car tire, which is 100 years of just weakness, or it's just rubber with air, and that's not elevating. That's not elevating. That's not changing. So we have to take foods into our life. We have to take, we have to do things, incorporate things, and strengthen us. And so we can adapt and move forward. And wild foods are a big deal. Now, first of all, we're going to go into the whole wild food thing now and everything, but I want to tell you. When it comes down to regular fruits and vegetables, we can't underestimate their powers. Like, for instance, in the Life-Changing Foods book that I have coming out, I talk about um, some of these just basic fruits and vegetables, what they do. They do have miracle powers in them. They are food as medicine. They are food as medicine. But there's, there's things you can do, too, by bringing in some wild foods that are, like, super medicine because we need the regular fruits and vegetables, and nuts and seeds and herbs and spices. We need those as medicine every day as maintenance medicine for maintenance, keeping us disease-free, keeping our conditions down. You know, we need red bell peppers. We need, you know, zucchinis. We need cucumbers. We need cucumber juices. By the way, when you do cucumber juice, it becomes a medicine. We need celery. Celery is actually practically a wild food. It's practically a wild food because it's an herb. Practically a wild food. It's on the edge of that. You juice celery and you have that, but we need oranges. We need apples. You know, apples are an amazing food. Anti-inflammatory. They stop brain inflammation. They help stop viruses. Apples are incredible, but we need these other superfoods in us too. We need these other highly medicinal foods brought into our lives because, because those types of wild, wild foods take it to another level. So let's talk about them for a little bit. Let's go into them. Let's talk about raw honey. Raw honey is a wild food. Raw honey. That's a wild food. Even if someone's raising their own bees, it's still a wild food when someone's raising their bees. Those bees are still leaving the nest, going on wildflowers everywhere, and it's a wild food. And I want to tell you about raw honey for a little bit. It has over 200,000 undiscovered phytochemicals. So it has over 200,000 undiscovered phytochemicals. These are cancer killers. Pathogen killers, viral killers, bacterial killers, MRSA killers, radiation-protecting chemicals, undiscovered by science. Lifetimes will pass 
before research and science has found out the medicine in raw honey, has found out the medicine, meaning what is really in there. And you don't want to wait. You don't want to wait 10 lifetimes. You know what I always say? <clears throat> Excuse me. You know what I always say, you guys? I always say, um, you know, we don't want to wait 10 or 20 or 30 years for answers for a medical problems. We don't want to wait that long to find out that Epstein-Barr causes Hashimoto's, like what I brought to the table all this time. We don't want to wait this long, but what about waiting lifetimes? We don't want to wait 10 lifetimes. <laughs> if you're a believer in lifetimes, if you're one of those that you believe in different lifetimes, you know, um, I, I don't want you waiting 10 lifetimes to know what's in raw honey. And, and it's going to take science and research that long to find out. Over the, Spirit has taught me that over 200,000 phytochemicals are in there that stop bacterial overgrowth in the gut, shut down SIBO, okay? An incredible, credible resource for people with SIBO conditions. Constant proliferating bacteria like Streptococcus in the intestinal tract, causing all kinds of different inflammation in the intestinal tract, including, you know, IBS and everything else. And, you know, raw honey is incredible for sinus infections. People who have sinus problems and all different kinds of sinus issues that, that are based on bacteria, ear infections, raw honey, incorporating raw honey in your diet. You know, you don't know. The raw honey that you had in your herbal tea, you know, a year ago could have helped you not even get an ear infection, I mean, literally, it's that kind of power. We take for granted, we take for granted these medicinal foods, even when we've had them and don't even realize, no, don't even really, really know what it could have done for us, what it could have done in some way. That's a whole other thing. Raw honey is incredible for MRSA, protects us from MRSA. You know how we're worried about going into the hospitals and getting that super bacteria? When you're dealing with super bacteria, what do you need? You need a superfood, and you need more than a superfood. You need a wild food, okay, a wild food. Because here's the deal. Superfoods in general, they're, they're the fruits and vegetables. They're all of them. There's the apples, the oranges, the pear. Pear's a superfood. That's a superfood. I don't care what anybody says out there. I, I don't care who, what health expert, what whatever out there on, you know, on the scene is toting what. Pear is actually a superfood. I'm going to tell you right now. And, and I talk about it. I have a whole thing about what pears do for us. It is amazing. But, I mean, it's actually phenomenal. It's what, what, what happened. It's a miracle what pears do. But what I'm saying is when you're dealing with MRSA, yeah, you need – now you need the real superfoods too. You need the real medicinal foods you got to bring in as well. Raw honey's one of them, you know. So – Staph, any kind of staph infections, raw honey is incredible for sore throat. If you're someone who gets sore throats, if someone has any kind of problem, any kind of issues with sore throats, memory loss, Alzheimer's, dementia. You know, the big thing on the scene right now is fats, 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 fats. Fats are the, you know, fats are the answer. Fats are the answer. Um, look, healthy fats are incredible. Healthy fats that are in hemp seeds. Omega-3s are amazing. Healthy fats in pumpkin seeds, sunflower seeds, walnuts, they're incredible. Avocado, healthy fats in coconut, they're amazing. They're amazing. But they're not all the answer. Raw honey does more for memory loss, Alzheimer's, and dementia. Literally more than coconut. More than, 
these other fats that we have that are healthy fats that are still amazing foods. Okay, so think about that. That's the power. There's a spiritual power with honey, lots of different spiritual powers. I'm just going to talk about one one of the ones that I know is actually have raw honey in in the life-changing foods book. And, you know, raw honey, did you like did you ever have an experience where something good has happened but a negative thing happened too along with it and the negative things kind of it's kind of parading and out it's outshadowing or overshadowing the positive experience or the positive thing that happened to you have you ever had that happen where whoa this is great a great experience but this happened too and eh, the great experience isn't that great anymore because this bad negative experience happened with it and 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 now you got you can't really extract the good that came out of that experience because the, it's overshadowed mentally, emotionally, overshadowed by something negative that's happened. I don't know if that's ever happened to any of you guys ever in your life. Well, if it has, honey literally can help pull out that positive more and drop the negative. Raw honey itself, that's, that's something nobody knows. And I've seen it work. I've seen it work. I've had somebody come to me, somebody come to me, and they had this amazing experience at this retreat somewhere. And But it also had a lot of negativity going on with it. Like some negative people were there. <laughs> That's what they told me. Some negative people were there. Um, the, you know, there were a couple of experiences where the, the, the retreat didn't offer things that people needed. So it made it, it like a bad experience. And the retreat wasn't really looking out for the people so much. So they got like soaked by rain and they got, and it was freezing cold outside and all this other stuff. So it was this unbelievable positive spiritual experience at this retreat with a whole bunch of negative stuff. And it just, it made it a battle. It made it a battle. So this person said, you know, and, and, and remember this person contacted me right when, right when it was happening. And I said, look, just, can you find any raw honey anywhere? Can you find any raw honey? And, and, and she was like, what? I go, yeah. Can you find raw honey? And they're like, yeah, I think I can. She found some raw honey. I said, two tablespoons of raw honey. I don't care what you do. You could put it on a celery stick. You can put it on an apple. I don't care what you do. You put if all you have is bread over there, put it on a piece of bread. <laughs> because right there, I didn't care. Right there, I was like, you know, if you if it was a piece of bread, if it was a piece of wheat bread with gluten. Just I, okay, you know what? Just put it on there then, or just eat it straight. Just you know, just get that raw honey in you. She got it in her. Okay, and 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 I told her what it's going to do. It's going to take the positive experience and heighten it. It's going to take it to another level, and it's going to drop the negative experiences. It's going to drop it like a rock, and it did. It literally did. She was able to extract those experiences, positive experiences, like no other, and rise above it like no other. Like nobody there could. Nobody there could at the retreat who could get past it. She got past it like it was nothing. That's the power of raw honey. That's what I'm talking about. That would take a thousand years for medical research to figure that one out. A thousand years. You'd have to have hundreds of lifetimes. All right. So, <laughs> all right. So that's the raw honey thing. Let's hit some. Let's hit some other ones. Let's talk about rose hips. What do you think? Rose hips. You know, rose hips is really incredible. Okay. So rose hips. 
have vitamin C. Rose hips are a funny one because we think they're not wild. Now, there's wild roses. There's wild roses out. They're out everywhere right now, especially in North America. There's wild roses just, you know, blossoming everywhere, okay? Flowering everywhere. That's happening. And those are wild rose hips, but you don't have to have wild rose hips. You can have, literally, you can have, you know, the cultivated rose hips because they're so close to wild. You can, you can order rose hips. You can go to the health food store and get rose hips. You can do that, no problem. And you can get rose hips. Rose hips have bioidentical vitamin C, powerful bioidentical vitamin C. So when you consume rose hip tea, it's life-changing. If you have vitamin C in your life, if you're eating vitamin C like supplements to get rid of viral conditions like Epstein-Barr and you're doing, doing vitamin C because it's one of the answers, you have rose hip tea too and it ignites the vitamin C and makes it even more powerful. That's the power of rose hips. And as far as, you know, rose hips can stop gum disease, SIBO, colds and flus, bronchitis, diabetes, frozen shoulder, body pain, helps rid the body of mineral deficiencies. The spiritual powers of rose hips are unbelievable. Okay, if you're someone who feels like you can't achieve your goals, like you feel like that you're, you're different than other people and you want to forge, forge forward, but you feel like others want to stop you or they're just doubters or doubters. Doubting Thomases are just trying to stop you from achieving your goal or your vision or your dream. And, they, and you feel like you're wrong for doing it. You feel like you're wrong for trying to achieve your dream or, or dream or move forward in what you want to achieve and bring in rose hip tea. It's powerful. It breaks that. It breaks that stratosphere for that. So that's something you have to understand. That's amazing. I want to tell you about chaga mushroom. Chaga mushroom is an amazing wild food. You don't need a lot of it to do what it needs to do. I mean, just need a little bit. A teaspoon of, of a chaga mushroom powder would be amazing. You know, my favorite one is Vimergy. Um, Vimergy with a V, V-I-M-E-E-R-G-Y. So that's the one I use. I do a little teaspoon, teaspoon of it once a day. And it's incredible. I've seen it reverse people's celiac problems. I've seen it help with people ALS, multiple sclerosis, people with Lyme disease symptoms. If you're confused about Lyme disease still, read the chapter in my book, Medical Medium, so you can really know the truth about Lyme disease. Listen to the Lyme disease radio show you did a while back. Go into the archives if you're still confused about Lyme disease. That's something that's changing now out there. And, and, and if you're still confused about it, you're, you're, you're living off of, you know, backdated information, outdated information. It's time to know the truth and move forward. So check that out. Um, but the power of chaga mushroom is amazing. ALS, like I said before, it's incredible with that. And it can do a lot with neurological problems, Bell's palsy, you know, head pain, migraines, liver issues. I love it for the liver, cleaning out different things, helping clean out junk and byproducts from neurotoxins, from Epstein-Barr, from shingles, from, you know, different heavy metals in the liver. I've seen it help the thyroid in a great way. Hashimoto's, it's incredible for. Thyroiditis, you know, all of that. And so chaga mushroom is a great one. Look into that. A teaspoon of that would do wonders. Nettle leaf. Nettle leaf, okay? That's one right there. That's really important. Bring in nettle leaf tea. That's easy to do to bring in nettle leaf tea. It's incredible for PCOS. So, you know, women with PCOS, uh, cystic issues, all of it. Nettle leaf is a miracle for that. Don't eat eggs with PCOS. It grows the cysts rapidly. I'm telling you now, 
Same thing with breast cancer. Don't eat eggs with breast cancer. If you're a breast cancer survivor, don't eat eggs. If you're, you know, if you're worried about breast cancer in your family, don't eat eggs. Same thing with reproductive cancers, especially with reproductive cyst, PCOS, you name it, all the conditions, PID, pelvic inflammatory disorder, don't eat eggs. But you do nettle leaf. And that's a wild food that's so tangible, so easy to do. You can use it, and it can help with fibroids. It can help with infertility. It can help with cystitis, interstitial cystitis. How about that? Nettle leaf. And if you know anybody who's scattered, like on a spiritual level, emotional level, distracted easy or scattered or anything like that, offer them some nettle leaf tea. It completely gets people refocused, helps them get right out of that. And then wild blueberry Wild blueberry, right there, adaptogenic of its highest power, adaptogenic. It's not even listed as an adaptogenic, by the way, and it is. It's the most powerful adaptogenic food on the planet, on planet Earth today. It's life-changing. It, it can push back any and every disease there is. It, could, it can be a pushbacker like nothing could on the planet. It's got tens of thousands of, of years of information stored in it for survival that gets in you when you eat those wild blueberries. The cultivated blueberries can't touch it. The cultivated blueberries, they're okay. I mean, they're okay. I mean, it's not like they don't offer something. Um, I mean, I would rather have a raspberry, cultivated raspberry, than a cultivated blueberry. Cultivated raspberry is actually much more powerful in its nature. Cultivated blackberry is much more powerful. But a wild blueberry overrides cultivated blueberries by far overrides it by hundreds of times. It's adaptogenic. It survives on its own. It's unstoppable. You can't burn the stuff to the ground. It'll grow back. Anything out there won't touch it. Bring that in. And it's life-changing. I promise you that. It's life-changing. So these are some wild foods that are tangible. Oregano. Bring some oregano in. All you got to do is have a little bit of oregano tea. Time little bit of thyme, believe it or not, it's, it's, it's in touch with its wild form originally, thyme and oregano. Oregano doesn't even have to be cared for in the garden. It grows like a weed and spreads like a weed. There's certain oreganos that spread and they don't stop and they keep on going for years and years and they become literally like a weed and they're unstoppable. That's oregano. Oregano is, is, you know, kills everything that shouldn't be in the body. Kills everything that shouldn't be in the body. And it's easy to do. It's not a problem. It's just one, easy as one, two, three. So it's a whole nother one. So look, go to medicalmedium.com and you can get more information if you need to. Go, you know, check things out. Check out my live event. I'm doing the light blast. We're going to send light right down in everybody. Right on the top of the crown of everybody's head, it runs right through people. I was just talking to someone else the other day who said they had neck pain that was bothering them from years. And they've had relief from it um, all along, ever since the light blast. It ignites people's healing process. Spirit showed me and taught me how to do it and how spirit does it with me. And since I was, you know, before I was 10 years old. And so it's something you want to you wanna maybe check into if you're looking for ignition of healing. Um, you can follow me on Facebook. I put information out every day. Check out the Life Changing Foods book. I have a webinar coming up. Don't miss the webinar. It's an Epstein-Barr webinar and uh, life-changing foods. Uh, if you've already gotten a copy, you could get into that 90-minute webinar, and uh, we're really going to cover things there. And look, look, it's all about your healing. I stand behind you 100%. I know the suffering people have gone through. I've seen it. I've witnessed it. I get it. I feel it. 
Um, I see it every day out there. I'm with you 100%. We can overcome this. We can heal. I don't care what symptom it is. We can move forward. We just need the information. We need to work with it. We need to do what we need to do. I love you. I stand behind you. It's not your fault. I believe in you. Blessings. You take care of yourself. Bye. See you next time. <laughs>